ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. to a time of worship. We worship the King of Kings and we worship the Lord of Lords. Lift up your hands wherever you are watching. Who is like you, Lord, in all the earth? Much less love Nothing in this world could satisfy For Jesus, you're the cup that won't run dry For who is like you, Lord, in all the earth Much less love and beauty and less worth For Jesus, you're the cup that won't run dry. Your presence is heaven to me. Your presence, Jesus, your presence. Jesus, your presence.
This is going to be one of your most fruitful, most nourishing, 
most refreshing time ever on the internet i believe that god's power is going to touch your life in a mighty way today don't be distracted go nowhere just keep your eye on the screen because power is coming your way at this time we want to pray i believe that the bible calls the house of god a house of prayer a place of prayer but there is this song that is on my heart this this peace song Let us sing this chorus. You can lift up your hand wherever you are. At home, in your bedroom, in your living room. Oh, yes. Let's take it again. Yes. Yeah. He will keep you. He will keep you. He will preserve you. I want us to pray just two or three prayers. And I'm taking the text from Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. Note this one. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The first prayer I want you to pray with me is about your relationship with God. You will notice that David describes different settings, different situations, different scenarios. 
at least we know that God was with him when the waters were still. And you are going to pray that you are going to walk with God when everything is fine. But in verse 3, we see him saying that say, he restored my soul. It means that his soul must have been disturbed for God to restore it. So when he wasn't feeling okay, when his heart was overwhelmed, he was still with God. We are going to pray about it. We also see, say, though, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I believe in these times of COVID-19, coronavirus, all the issues, all the fear, the anxiety, it's like the shadow of death. It's like the valley of the shadow of death. You hear of deaths everywhere. Yesterday in Italy, one day, 24 hours, over 700 people died. One day. When you hear these things, fear enters you. But we are going to pray that God will still be with you. You will still walk with God even when there is fear around you. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. That God will also be with you. We've seen when the waters are still, when everything is fine, when your soul is disturbed, when, when there is fear. He says, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. We are going to pray that even when there is hatred, when your enemies are around you, God will be with you and even prepare a table before you. In other words, we are going to pray this morning that you and I will be with God all the time. Good times, bad times, God is not only your shepherd when you've got a job. God must be your shepherd when you have lost your job. God is not only your shepherd when the waters are still. God must be your shepherd when, the, when you are in the valley of the shadow of death. God is not only your shepherd when everything is fine. He says, thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Wherever you are, in the midst of the pandemic we are experiencing now in this world, we are establishing our relationship with God. We are saying, Father, I'm going to work with you. I will stick with you. And I also invite you into my life, through the changing scenes of my life. Be my God. Be my Lord. Be my Master. Be my friend. Even when I myself walk through bad places by my own choice, please be with me. Wherever you are, I want you to lift up your two hands and begin to pray to God and ask Him to be your shepherd. Ask Him to be your shepherd. We thank God for the president of our country. I thank God for the president of your country. We thank God for pastors. We thank God for fathers and mothers. But above all, God must be your shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. You want to pray now? Pray. Ima sandala baba, reta sinamayande. Ima dika baya, ima razandala ba. Ite simadon delebe. Le mama, ya mama. Yes, yes, yes. Pray, 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 pray. Wherever you are, pray. 
Wherever you are praying, wherever you are praying, Kamazindiri Masata, Ramala Baba, Mayanda, Yamama, Ikanda Baba, Imama, Shepherd for all time, Shepherd for all seasons, Shepherd for all times and seasons, a Shepherd for all situations, a Shepherd for every day, every hour. Shepherd when there is happiness. Shepherd when there is sadness. All time shepherd. In Katalababa. In Mayanda. Zenderiaba. In Mamayanda. In Dasito. In Kalababa. In Rimasa. Lambrimase. Lamama. In Mamazia. Lamamaza. Lamazanda. Lamamaya. In Mandesa. Shandalaba. Lamama. Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Rima Sandala. In Matababa. In Mamaya. In Malababa. Zekababa. In Mama. In Malaba. In Malaba. In Mazande. In Mama. In Mama. In Mazeta. In the name of Jesus. In Tassindirima. Lima Mazama. Keep praying, keep praying in your house, wherever you are, pray, pray. Father, be my shepherd. Father, be my father. Be my Lord. Be my master. Be with me. For thou art 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 with me. Lesan Dalaba, Le Mama, Rimama Zinda, Shandalababa, Lamama Zandalaba, Imama Zina, Lamama, Lamama, Ramasita, Le Dalaba, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want to give us a prayer to pray now. This morning, I know all is fine with you. You must be fine to be watching the internet. But there are families who have been struck already mm. by this evil which has descended on the face of the earth. We want to pray for families affected already. People whose children a child has died, a father has died, a neighbor has died. Anyone, the Bible says that he restores our soul. Anyone in grief, we are going to pray and commit the nations of the world, specifically people who have been affected already by this, that the Lord himself will keep them. Amen. The Lord will preserve them. The Lord will preserve them. Amen. The Lord will watch over them. Amen. The Lord's comfort will reach them. Yes. The Lord's preservation will come to them. Oh, yes. That He will restore their soul. He will restore their soul. Yes. He will restore their soul. Yes. Begin to pray right now. Wherever you are. Begin to pray. Pray for families. Pray for people who have been affected. Pray for them. Pray for them. 
Jesus, we pray for people who have experienced loss. Restore, restore, restore their restore their restore their soul, restore their soul, keep them Preserve them, Lord. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Pray. Pray. Finally, we are going to pray for God's protection for our lives. Yes. Our lives. Yes. My life. That over this nation, there will be a covering. A covering. Over the nations of the world. Yes. Over families. Yes. The first verse of Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That's it. That's why I made us pray that God will be our shepherd for all seasons, for all times, for all situations. He says, I shall not want. It's not only food you will not want. When God is your shepherd, it's not only money you will not want. God, when God is your shepherd, it's not only clothes you will not want. You will also not want protection. You won't, you won't have need. You won't need to go to a, to a shrine for protection. No. He protects you. And we are calling on God that in the midst of this viral outbreak, this pandemic, this evil that is harassing nations, we are asking that, Lord, you are my shepherd. Let me not want protection. Let me not lack protection. Let me not lack your covering. Let me not lack your hand over me. Wherever you are, just lift your hands. We are praying now. We are praying now. In your house. In your house. The blood. The blood. The blood. The blood. The blood. The blood, the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Will cover your house. Will cover your children. Will cover your family. Will cover you. Mandala Basata. Rima Mazike Balosta Nahanda. Rina Mamazaba. Watch over us, Lord, by your blood. Watch over us, Lord, by your blood. Watch over us, Lord. 
Let no evil enter our dwelling place. Let no wickedness enter our dwelling place. Let no wickedness, let no evil, let no sickness, let no disease. In the name of Jesus, we pray. We pray. Be Samayanda, Inamamazuta, E Marianda, Letaba, Inamasa, Inamasa, Lamamasa, Inmeliando, Inmalande, Inmalande, Inmelanda, Inmamazia, Inmama, Inmamaya, Inmamaya, In the name of Jesus. 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 We bless your name. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. Amen.
Sunday morning the Bible says that we overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony one powerful thing about testimonies is that it ministers a way it ministers access for us to also tap into the power that has worked for our brothers and sisters this morning it is my hope and my faith that the power that has worked for our brothers and sisters is also going to work for you too if you believe it shout aloud amen in that room where you are Amen. So our first testimony is from our brother Raymond Amponsa from the Oyarifa region. It's about a testimony of deliverance. He says that what a morning it was. In fact, God has given us a gift. It was easy for me initially. It wasn't easy for me initially when the news about the ban on churches and all came out. Because personally, the church is where I find solace. The place where I find in the times we find ourselves in it's so easy for depression to set in i had been feeling down and sad about almost everything it was so bad that it weighed very heavily on me and i almost couldn't get anything done but as soon as i tuned in onto facebook to follow the live broadcast of the house church meeting yesterday in the morning and saw bishop ogo and pastor jerry praying suddenly my mood changed the depression lifted off me immediately life came to me i see life coming to you as you're watching right now i see whatever sitting on you lifting off right now in the name of jesus whatever is holding you down i see the power breaking in the name of jesus so he said the experience was extraordinary I believe this is the best way to overcome the devil. I would like to encourage every member and everyone watching now to sacrifice whatever they need to sacrifice. Be it time, 
be it money, whatever, to make it a point to always catch the live services with Bishop Ogo. My life is being blessed, and I'm sure your life is being blessed too. Amen. Put your hands together in that room for a powerful testimony. Now, our second testimony is coming from the Danfer region, Jovia Jebi. Hallelujah. She's a Basenta leader. She said, this is a story. She said, it all started from Danfer around 2016 when I rented a portion of land around Danfer Methodist Cemetery to put a container there for business. The place wasn't really developed yet, so I decided to secure another place at Medina. In recent times, the place has started developing with a lot more people now resident in the area. As a result, someone else wanted to take the place and went as far as seeing the landlord offering to pay any amount he required so they could give him the portion of land. Pastor Jerry, I had no knowledge about all this, but the day the landlord brought this person to the land to measure it, somebody I know there saw them and called me to come and do something quickly. May you also receive a prompting about something in your life. Said, So I rushed there and I saw what was going on. The following day, I had a few blocks at home, so I took those blocks there to begin some work. But I didn't have enough money on me to complete the project. And I was very, very, very tight. So I ended up borrowing some money from a friend to complete the project. I finished this project by the grace of God. Now, after the project was complete, a few years down the line, I'm in debt and I need to pay this woman. I had managed to gather some money. I owed someone else, so I decided to pay the person. I sent the money through Momo. But when I sent the money, I mistakenly oversent the amount. So I ended up paying the person more than I had to pay the person. I rushed the MTN office to try to resolve the matter. But they, I was told, I was told that I couldn't resolve the matter and that the person had already withdrawn half of the money, which meant that I had to wait till the next day to be able to even get the other half. I went back to the office the following day and realized that the person had withdrawn the other half. So now I was in total mess. I was confused and didn't know what to do. But immediately I remembered the voice of Bishop Ogo, especially during the fasting season, constantly telling us that we can't make any advancements without prayer. He said, everything by prayer everything by prayer everything by prayer so i went to my knees not knowing who to look to but to look to god prayed to god and called a brother of mine i called my brother and this brother of mine hardly he doesn't give anything out he doesn't give us money you ask him anything he's very difficult but that day when i called him and i spoke to him on phone after i had prayed he asked me, how much do you owe? I told him how much I owed. He asked me, when do you need to pay? I told him when I had to pay. And immediately he said, I'm sending the money to your momo. I see whatever you need in your life coming to you right now. 
I said, I see whatever you need coming to you right now. Every wall is breaking down right now. And I see the provision of God visiting you in that living room right there, in that kitchen right there, in that hall right there. I see God's provision coming to you right now in the name of Jesus. He says, thank you, Bishop. Because had I not remembered your voice, I would have forgotten about God. I wouldn't have remembered to pray. And I'll still be in the mess that I was in. But I'm happy to announce to everybody watching now that by the grace of God, I am debt free. By the grace of God, I am problem free. And I see you also free of your problems in the name of Jesus. Put your hands together and celebrate God for a very powerful testimony. Now, our very final testimony is coming from Lady Pastor Victoria Gehu. She says, My testimony is about deliverance as well. On the 17th of February 2020, I had a meeting with some shepherds at home. The last person left around 11 p.m. So I usually stay up waiting to hear from them when they arrive home. I decided to spend the time waiting, praying. The last person had gone around 12 a.m., got home around 12 a.m., but I ended my prayer around 12.30 and climbed into bed to sleep just when i was about to sleep i had a big bang so i got up and looked around through the window and didn't find anything all these events happened before 1 a.m so i went back to sleep just a few minutes into sleep i saw myself struggling to lock the main gate to the house drenched in water from heavy rain so she's dreaming now she's seen herself in front of her gate she's seen herself standing there there's a car in front of her house and she's drenched from rain that is beating heavily so she said i finally loved it i didn't mind the car at the gate and i rushed into my home what i saw in the kitchen was very scary i saw a number of family members I didn't count, but they should have been about 10. I believe seated in an L arrangement, wearing black and red, with a red candle burning on top of their head. And they all had a very strange look, as though something terrible has happened. I knew they had brought very bad news. By this testimony, I am blocking bad news that is coming your way. I said, I am blocking bad news coming your way from wherever it's coming from. Whether, whether it's coming from overseas, whether it's coming from your bank, whether it's coming from your family, I block it in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, shout a resounding amen. So she said, I screamed and asked what was happening. But no one uttered a word. I was very afraid. And I woke up suddenly. This was around 1.30 a.m. Then I began to pray. I drank communion and poured some around my room. I was too scared to come out. May whatever is holding you indoors, may whatever is trapping you, may it break free immediately in the name of Jesus. So she said, around 2 a.m., I felt relieved and went back to sleep. Pastor Jerry, it was later in the afternoon when my husband returned from work to do something at home that we drew that he drew my attention to a dead bed at the front door i'm i'm glad that you are clapping 
I'm glad that you already understand what is going on. The husband came back home in that afternoon to find a dead bed at their door. He said, I believe the spirit of death tried to enter our home. But God delivered my family. You should be screaming. You should be screaming. You should be screaming. Because your shout is bringing you deliverance. Your shout is bringing you deliverance. Receive it in the name of Jesus. And I believe it is connected to the prayers of Bishop Edwin Morganogo. We had just had a prophetic family HCM meeting in church. And he sent us back home to take communion and said, when you get home, pour the oil and take communion in front of your gate. And that instruction I obeyed is what prevented death from coming in. I see anything trying to come into your life that is not supposed to be in your life being withheld in the name of Jesus. May the anointed on this house, may the anointed on this commission, may the anointed of Bishop Ogo, may it speak for you too in the name of Jesus. I want to tell everyone watching now that the church is still alive. It can never die. God is now moving and working in our midst. I have vowed to never miss a broadcast for any reason. Keep coming to us like this, Bishop. We are running with every word you speak. I am very grateful to God for the great deliverances. I am very grateful to my pastor, Bishop Ogo, for always allowing the Lord to use him. May the Lord continue to bless and use him mightily in the name of Jesus. Shout aloud, Amen!
Hallelujah. What a blessing. I believe that God is touching you wherever you are. I believe that this is a time of freshness. It's a time of invigoration of your soul. We just prayed a prayer. David said, he restored my soul. And I believe that your life is being touched as this broadcast goes on. For a few minutes, I want to share with you the word of God. And I am preaching from this book, what it means to be as wise as a serpent. What it means to be as wise as a serpent. And uh, there is a reason why I am bringing such a message to you. This is a very powerful book by my pastor and father bishop dagwood mills and i believe it holds very powerful secrets for your life i want you to listen to me attentively because jesus said in matthew chapter 10 verse 16 he said behold i send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves these are the words of Jesus it is very interesting that he of course we are sheep but he says he sent us forth as sheep in the midst of wolves i wish you have the privilege to see a documentary of a sheep among hyenas or wolves it is a very very difficult situation for the sheep and that is how god has sent us to the world the world we are in is not a paradise our paradise is in heaven the world we are in is a very evil place. And Jesus' words are exactly as we are experiencing now. That we have been sent as sheep in the midst of wolves. Wolves are looking for a sheep to tear it apart. Wolves are chasing the sheep to remove a leg, to bite something. What does it mean to us in this world when the Bible says that we have been sent as sheep in the midst of wolves? As you watch this broadcast this morning, I want you to know that the world you are in is a world which is constantly seeking to take something from you. It's constantly seeking to hurt you. You live in a world which is constantly seeking to destroy you. The world is not adding to your life. 
The world is not enhancing your life. Anybody you see who is doing well in life is living by certain principles. We are in the world as sheep among wolves. There is no other way to describe it. You are in a world where you are constantly being attacked. As we are now under an attack by the COVID-19 virus. But this virus is not the only thing attacking us in the world. Some are being attacked financially. Some are being attacked mentally. Through this, some are, some are even losing their minds. But this morning I came to you with a word from the Lord. Jesus said, You must have a way of living in this, in this world. A world where you are surrounded by evil. John said in 1 John 5, 19, he said, the whole world lies in iniquity. If you are watching me, I want you to expect nothing nice. Expect nothing great from the world you are in. It is an evil world. Now, you need to know how to live in the world. You need to know how to, as somebody would say, arrange yourself to succeed in this world. And as this word comes, I declare to you that even though you are a sheep among wolves, you will make it in this life in the name of Jesus. You will succeed in the name of Jesus. You will move forward in the name of Jesus. And that is the key that I'm bringing to you today. And God willing, the subsequent Sundays, I will have the privilege to come to you. In this book, there are very powerful wisdom keys that I am privileged to share with you. Because see, Jesus said, we must live as wise as serpents. In this era of the pandemic we are in, how are you supposed to live? You are supposed to live as wise as a serpent. We as believers who are in the world as sheep among wolves are supposed to live our lives as wise as serpents. Now, in this book, we get some keys and I want to share with you just two keys with the few minutes I have with you. Number one is that Serpents, you know, I'm now talking about the wisdom of a serpent that you need to use in this current time. Number one is that serpents are masters of non-dependent living. That's a big one about serpents. Jesus says that you must live in this life with the wisdom of serpents. How do snakes live? Snakes are masters of non-dependent living. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11, I'm reading from the NIV. The Bible says, make it your ambition. Actually, I'm reading two verses, verse 11 and verse 12. It said, make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, to mind your own business, and to work with your hands. Just as we told you, so that your daily life 
may win the respect of outsiders and know and and so that you will not be dependent on anybody he said make it your ambition to live a life that is quiet so that you will not be dependent on anybody in many countries today there is what they are experiencing called a lockdown people are in their homes today is sunday on a normal sunday you wouldn't be at home you would be in church but we are all in our homes today any christian who doesn't know how to be a master of non-dependent living will not survive spiritually we have lived a christian life where our pastors are with us praying for us our pastors are with us encouraging us you have christian brothers and friends some of you love church you come to church you are in church till evening we are here fellowshipping we are in church you know having a good time but suddenly you find yourself alone in your house you find yourself and in ghana we are blessed that we can even go to work I pray that we don't come to a time when you will not even be allowed to, to step out of your house. It is in this time that you must be a master of non-dependent living. You must be capable of being alone. And not depending, having to depend on a pastor to pray for you. Having to depend on a Christian brother to fellowship with you. A snake, I, I, I mean... I'm over 50 years. I've, I've never seen even two snakes together. They are always alone. You will not see snakes, uh, uh, 18 snakes moving together, going somewhere. They are always alone. And they survive alone. I see you being able to survive alone. I said, I see you being able to survive alone. When you come to a place where you are a master of non-dependent living what do we mean it means that you will live your life not expecting money gifts donations you will live your life not expecting someone to call you before you pray you will live your life not expecting someone to share a scripture with you before you, you you are able to feel spiritual you should be able to be spiritual on your own that's Snakes, as we know them, are able to survive on their own. They know how to live. They know how to be there without a, a, a lion bringing it food. Without a worm bringing it something. They are there and they survive. I pray for you that you will be a type of believer who understands non-dependent living. When you say you are... You are living and you are a master of non-dependent living. It means that you are able to survive as a Christian on your own. When all these things are over, when this pandemic is over, may you still be a believer. May you be able to survive on your own. Jesus said, I send you as, 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 as sheep among wolves, so be wise. Have the wisdom of a serpent. Have a mind, my dear brother, my dear sister, I, uh, maybe you are watching this with somebody. 
but know how to be a Christian on your own. Know how to read the Bible on your own. Know how to, how to, how to sit up and pray on your own. Know how to be a believer, spiritual, without the inputs. Once a while we get people encouraging us. Once a while our pastor will call us. Once a while that sister who likes you will call you and encourage you. But I want you to understand that you must not live your life expecting. There are some countries in this world where even, even their budgets, the budgets they prepare, the budgets are prepared with the expectation that another country will bring their money. Another country will send the money. So as he is in his country preparing how he's going to take care of hospitals, of roads, of uh, schools, he, he has already calculated with somebody's money. It's a way some people live. It's a type of wisdom. But ladies and gentlemen, that is not the wisdom God sent us to have. The wisdom he sent us to have is that we will have the ability to survive on your own as we are nearing a lockdown as we have all at least in the church we are now outside the church know how you will be able to overcome sin this is the time we are going to test whether you are a true believer or you are just somebody who was a church going person I won't even apply the word Christian to someone like you snakes are masters of non-dependent living they don't lie there expecting someone to bring it stew and rice they don't expect someone to bring it something to swallow it is able to survive it knows how to go and look for what it must look for i pray that today the input of pastors and helpers that you are lacking you see one of the things about a snake is that Almost all animals I know have got hands and legs. But the snake is one. I'm sure there are many others. The snake is an animal which doesn't have hands and legs. So what other people are used to experiencing and enjoying, the snake doesn't have it. But it is able to survive. There are countries where they, even today on Sunday, they are going to church. It's a normal life. But you have been deprived of it. You've been deprived of a pastor coming to talk to you, of a pastor preaching to you. May you like the snake, how not to have hands and legs and still survive. Receive the survival ability, survival instinct, survival ability. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Life is not all about having like the like David said, he leads me beside still waters, beside green pastures. He, he, he makes me lie down in green pastures. But in that same psalm, it's not just green pastures and still waters. In that same psalm, there are valleys of the shadow of death. Yes, in that same psalm, there is, there is, there is, there is a soul which is disturbed. I pray that you will receive that ability to be a master of non-dependent living. Number two, I want to share with you as we close this broadcast. And you are receiving it now. The second one is that snakes, serpents, 
are masters of inner power. Inner power. When Jesus sent us as sheep among wolves, he said we must go with the wisdom of a snake. How do snakes survive? There are animals which lived thousands of years ago which are not alive now. But the snake which was in Genesis is still a snake today. I see you surviving different types of situations and different types of circumstances. And one of the keys for survival is the key called your inner power. Inner power. In Mark 7, 20, I read, and he said, That which cometh out of the man, that defileth the man. That which cometh out of the man, that defileth the man. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. Serpents are wise because they have inner power. What is the inner power of a serpent? It is the poison that is inside the mouth. That it uses to, to, to paralyze people. It is that it, it has got its power from inside it. The, the, the power the serpent uses to live is not from around it. The power the serpent uses to live is not from its area. As a believer, the power you are going to use to survive in this world shouldn't come from around you. If a brother is encouraging you, that one is an extra benefit. If a pastor is counseling you, that is an extra benefit. But you, within you, there must be power for survival. Power to frighten the enemy. Power to fight the things that want to destroy you. Snakes are wise because they have developed inner power. The great wisdom of the serpent is to have developed internal power that is called venom. Snakes produce saliva from within their mouths, just like we all do. The saliva of a snake is its venom. The, ve the, the venom a snake produces within itself is so powerful that it can kill a human being, a lion, or even an entire village. Snakes are known. What comes out of its, its saliva, if it is injected into an entire village, they will all die. My dear friend, you can't live your life as a Christian borrowing anointing from people. You can't live your life as a Christian borrowing excitement from people. We thank God when we meet and we are excited. You see, today you find yourself alone at home. What will make you survive is your inner power. Inner power. You can't live your life as a Christian on somebody's scripture. When I have my quiet time, it is for me. You can't live your life expecting someone to read his Bible to encourage you. 
You can't live your life expecting that you are moody, but when you meet a friend, his happiness will enter you. God is asking us as believers to develop our own internal power. The ability to have what frightens people to come from inside of you. Any help you get from around you is just help God has mercifully sent to you. But your, your, your survival is dependent on your inner power. The same way today people are working in banks, lecturing in the university, having jobs. The jobs people are doing, they are doing it with knowledge that is inside them. It's their internal power. Those who don't have it, don't have a job. Your survival as a believer is dependent on the internal power. And I'm very happy that Bishop gives us some points how to develop inner power. Because people do not invest in themselves. People do not take their time to, 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 to invest time, resources, and knowledge. At this time when everybody is being pushed to his house, it is what is inside you that will let you overcome pornography on the phone. It is what is inside you that will let you overcome worldly music that will come to dilute your faith. It is what is inside you that will let you overcome fornication. When Joseph was confronted by a naked woman, there was something inside him. He had his internal power. He looked at the woman. I'm sure he had feelings for her. But he said, there is something in me that doesn't allow me to sleep with you. May you have something in you that will not allow you to backslide. May you have something in you that will not allow you to grow cold. May you have something in you that will not allow you to, 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 to harbor sin. He said, I can't do this. And I'm giving you, in two minutes, some things you must do. And you must begin to do them today. Number one. Develop inner power by having regular quiet times. Regular, every day. As we are on our own, there's nothing like a basenta meeting. There's nothing like a center service. There's nothing like a regional service. There's no weekday service. There's no Sunday church service and so on. It is a blessing. Today, I've been able to come to you because there's internet. If there's no internet, what will you do? What will you do? That's why you must, you must be able to develop your internal engines, your internal power, number one, by reading your Bible. Read your Bible. The next time you have a chance to go to town, buy a Bible. Read it. Read your Bible. It is a source of energy for you. The Bible says in Luke 22 and verse 42, Three, he said, and there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. When Jesus read his Bible and his uh, and he prayed, an angel came to strengthen him. Yes, an angel came to strengthen him. He he spent time praying. He spent time with the scriptures. And the Bible says an angel came to strengthen him. Angels don't come to strengthen you when you have, you have not eaten things. 
May you be a reader of your Bible. Have a Bible, read it every day. I don't know for how long this is going to last. But I know some people, if this pandemic lasts for 10 years, after 10 years, they'll be Christians. If it lasts for 20 years, after 20 years, they'll be Christians because their Christian life doesn't even depend on church. We only come to church to celebrate. What you are doing at home, your personal Christian life, is what carries you. Number two, pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Learn how to pray. Pray, pray, pray. Wake up and pray. Pray at dawn. Pray in the afternoon. Pray in the night. Jesus woke up and prayed. You too must pray. Pray. I'm talking about the wisdom of a snake is that its engines, its power is not from friends. A snake has no pastor. A snake has no friend who is coming. Everything it is going to use to survive is inside it. The Bible says that we, 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 we strengthen our inner selves when we pray in the Spirit. You must know how to sit in your room in a chair and be praying. And as you pray, you will be strengthening yourself in your inner man. Inner man. Your inner man will become strong. Number three, meditate on the word of God. Meditate. I'm giving you practical steps. Number one is to have your quiet time. Number two, pray in tongues. Number three, meditate on the word of God. As you are home, have a scripture. As you are home, have a, have, have, have a book. There are books. There are many books. Seven great principles. How to neutralize curses. Read books and meditate on them. Read books and meditate on them. Let scripture, by the time this pandemic is over, you will be a stronger Christian than you were before it began. Let this evil turn out to be something good for you. Read books. If you are in the UD watching me, we have got books, Macarius Library. Spend this time reading the books, meditate on the word of God, meditate on scriptures. And finally, what is number one? Have your regular quiet time. Read your Bible every day. Number two, pray and pray in tongues. Don't expect a Christian brother to come to encourage you. Don't expect a Christian sister to come to encourage you. If they come, it's an extra blessing. We thank God. Finally, number four. Protect your heart from evil contamination. Mm, I like this one. How to develop inner power. There is a girl coming to sleep with you. Protect yourself from her. 
you are about to stumble upon a pornography website, protect yourself. Protect yourself. In, in Proverbs 4.23, the Bible says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. You have to keep your life. No pastor is coming to keep you from evil. No angel is coming to keep you from pornography. No angel is coming to keep you from things that will defile you. In this time when we are apart, everybody is in his house. Everybody is in his home. May you learn how to say no. No. I won't watch it. No. Learn how to tell that man to leave your house. Learn how to tell that boy, out! Don't let this time be a time where you will contaminate yourself with friends. Evil friends. Who are with you, betting. Betting, soccer betting. Betting on, on, on things that don't even have any substance. I pray for you. That God will give you the ability, like Joseph, to say no. To say no. Like Daniel. To say no. I won't defile myself with this. A lot of things. As we are at home, some may not be going to work. All students are at home now. SHS people are at home. JHS people are at home. What will you do as you are at home? Watching pornography? Having sex? Fooling with friends? What are you going to do at home? As you are at home now. Learn it. It's an ability to say no. 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 I'm going to be in my room praying. You know the Bible, the New Testament, the letters of Paul, which make up about two-thirds of the New Testament, most of them were written in prison. Whenever life sequesters you to a corner, Whenever you find yourself a captive in life, whenever you find yourself uh, um, in, in, a, in, a, in a kind of a lockdown, believe that that may actually be the time the greatest fruits can come from your life. Perhaps if Paul had not been in prison, we would not have the New Testament as we have it. Sometimes God sets you apart. Paul told Titus, he said, for this cause I left thee in Crete. That you may set in order the things that are wanting. Sometimes life sets you back. Sometimes life pushes you to a corner. And when you are in the corner, believe God that something can come out of it. Believe God. It's not the time to defile yourself. By the time you come out after four weeks, after three weeks, after how many weeks, you are full of pornography. When you see a woman, you are undressing the woman in your brain. No! This is the time when you come out and we meet you. We say, wow, the way you are talking, something has happened to you. When we see you, we see an anointed brother. When you step out, when all this is over, may you be one of the leaders in your church. Maybe one of the shepherds in your church. When all this is over, may you become a substantial person with inner power and non-dependent living. The Lord keep you. The Lord bless you. The Lord preserve you in these evil times and let you walk constantly with the wisdom of a serpent. Father, we thank you. I want you to bow your heads with me wherever you are. 
I want to close this time. Wherever you are, just bow your heads and just close your eyes. And I want you to pray for yourself now. Pray and ask the Lord, Father, Father, I've heard your word. Make me wise. Help me to be wise. Help me to be wise. Help me to be wise. Pray, 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 pray. Help me, Lord, to be wise. Help me to be wise. Help me to be a master of non-dependent living. I can't depend on pastors, prophets, anointed men, chasing people to pray for you. No, no. Help me to have my internal power, my own engines in me. Let me be a master of inner power. A master of myself. I have it in me. Knowledge in me. Abilities in me, survival instincts in me. Help me, Lord. Lift your hands and pray. Taboshka Mahanda Labasata, Lista Kromazanda, non dependent living, inner power in the name of Jesus. Retasta Mahande, Lonkelaba, Abramaziande, Sondea, Mandeliabakatababa. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. And, 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 and I don't know where you are listening to me now, wherever you are. If you are not born again, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, I want to pray with you. Because I believe that salvation is the first most important step any man will ever take. And I want you to close your eyes and say this after me. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father I thank you for today. I thank you for today. I'm, sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for my sins. I've gone far from you. I've gone but I'm returning to you. But I'm returning to you. The world is evil. The world is evil. I am like a sheep. I am like a sheep. Among wolves. Among wolves. I need to be with you. I need to be. Give me the wisdom to survive. Give me the wisdom to survive. Wash me, Lord. Wash me, Lord. Wash my sins. Wash my sins. Cleanse me, Lord. Cleanse me, Lord. I've done many bad things. I've done many but I believe in the blood of Jesus that it can wash my sins. It can cleanse me. Thank you for my salvation. I am born again. I am a child of God. All things have passed away. Everything is new. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wherever you are, you can clap your hands in your house. Clap your hands. For the wisdom of a serpent God is going to give you. Jesus said, The kingdom of God, it's like a mustard seed, the least of all the seeds. But when it is grown, it becomes a mighty tree. The birds come and rest. Yeah, yeah. There are many things. They start out small. You may miss them or you.
What a blessing. What a blessing. I believe that this broadcast has been a blessing to you. I want to remind you that this week we are going to have a weekday service. There will be a live online service on Wednesday evening from 7 to 8. There's going to be one, a dawn prayer meeting for all leaders, shepherds on Friday at dawn. I'll be leading it from 4 to 5. And then also on Sunday we are going to have our shine service. So may the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord preserve you. May the blood cover you from viruses and bacteria. May you survive every onslaught of the enemy. May you come out stronger than you were before. Because of the wisdom of a serpent. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. And we shall meet again by the grace of God soon. Be blessed.